sounds of another episode of Cincy Brewcast. It's another week. The voice of Cincy Craft. We're back. Hopefully you know what you're listening to because it's a podcast and you have to click on it. So if you're just randomly clicking on podcasts, uh, don't do that. Um, pay attention to what you're downloading. But if that's how you found the show, uh, whatever. I mean, keep listening, I guess. Uh, Cincy Brewcast, we are coming at you on location from Mad Tree 2.0. Uh, this is an exciting show, guys, because we've never had you both on the show at the same time we've had you both on the show like i think sporadically here and there throughout the years but um together no so this is fun kenny brady and then of course mike sitting here off to the side to make sure you guys don't say anything that uh you shouldn't say (laughs) um i heard a rumor that you guys might have been drinking something a little stronger than beer earlier so um he said that you might have loose lips we were celebrating (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that's what you call it. <laughs> Celebrating, drowning sorrows, eh, whatever. <laughs> it's life. It is 100% life. Um, so how are things going? Um, if you can tell by the echo, we are in the one part of Mad Tree that is not full of people and loud. We are sitting in, um, the, we call it the barrel room, I guess, the, right. uh, the event space. Um, anybody who's been to any of the events here kind of knows what we're talking about, but it's a big cavernous empty room, the only space in the brewery that seems like that. <laughs> um, how Solid, have things been? Solitude. It's, it is very like, uh, it's, it creates a really weird experience for me to be here and not surrounded by just tons of people because I feel like there's only like a very short window in the afternoon that you can get here and like it's nice and quiet and there's just some people having lunch and stuff and then all of a sudden somebody flips a switch and the parking lot just fills up with people and they all kind of flock in all at once and it just completely changes into something completely different. I know, it's scary. (laughs) (laughs) Is it scary? Like... No, it's cool. It's definitely, uh, it's definitely weird. At what point do you just get used to that fact that that's what this is? I think probably earlier than you want to, but um, there's those moments when you take a step back and it's like, and we did that at 1.0 quite a bit, and it's like, holy crap, like what's going on here? Did it catch you off guard at how quickly this turned into basically the same thing that 1.0 was, just way bigger? Did you anticipate like more of No, a, we didn't. I think the the winter bonanza in twenty seventeen uh the winter bonanza in twenty seven in twenty seventeen kinda showed us that holy shit moment, you know, when fifteen thousand people <laughs> showed up. Well, we, you know, we at least I a lot of times when I'm sitting with a brewery before they open up, I tell them, you know, guys are you know to make sure you don't run out of beer like make enough beer and everybody's like oh yeah yeah we got it covered we, we know and like, all right you know like madfrey ran out of beer and like they've got it covered that, that may have been slightly over dramatized <laughs> you guys had to close down for a couple of days right to kind of catch up uh no we we closed the next day just because we knew what it takes to run a bonanza and so historically we just say on sunday you know what, we're going to close, we're going to clean up because it takes a full crew to come in just to get things ready to go the next day. We want experience to be what it is every day. But it was definitely busier than you guys anticipated. Oh, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> kind of like the whole Scentsy Craft Beer scene. It was slightly over-dramatized. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, today is a very good day for that kind of conversation. It absolutely is. It absolutely um, is. This is posting way after today, so I'm sure everybody kind of has heard and gotten over the whole Rivertown news today i guess of them well i mean is reddit news um i I think it is in 2018 i think that's what i've learned that is as news as things get it's um i think that's where half of the news stories come from i think they read it on reddit and then quickly write something that says the same thing but um donald trump's right fake news is everywhere it's a whole different topic um, let's let's talk about some beer first before we dig into this because that's of course um, my From favorite the segment. Beer fridge. Um, I'm drinking. What is this called, Mike? Again, Zythotic Revelry. Zythotic Revelry. So, oh, that beer's um, nice. Obviously, it has Zythos hops. You said it's got some Citra. Do you remember what else? Amarillo. Amarillo. And this is our collaboration with Pies and Pints. Um, is there Zythos in it? There is. <laughs> okay. <Imagine that>. <laughs> <laughs> he, he did just say that. Oh, I didn't hear you say this. <laughs> Sorry, I missed that. Um, it's it's beautiful. It's big, tropical, fruity. It's exactly what I want the first beer of the day to be. It, like it just cuts through everything else today, and it's just it's 
it's it's a fantastic um ipa slash pale ale i don't know where you guys are calling this one but technically pale um, ale. Yep. it's 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 wonderful it's it's perfect for these last few days of sunshine that it makes me want to sit outside and drink a beer and i look outside I'm like oh i could do that and i'm like no no it's too cold to sit outside tonight <laughs> um but it, it's it's wonderful um so pies and pints is it going to be um on tap just locally pies and pints or is this going to kind of go out a little bit to some of the other pies and pints uh, i'm pretty sure it should it should span the the state um and probably down in kentucky as well so and then obviously on tap here right so um i when i walked in for the few minutes that i was over there by the bar looking at the tap list again we've talked about it on this show a lot of times about breweries and the um the amount of styles the amount of different beers that they have on tap and I 100% will say on record that there is no brewery that has a bigger variety than what you find here. Not not only do you guys have 30 taps, 30, is it 32? 32, sorry. <laughs> um, 30, well, isn't one of them uh, soda? One's a soda, and we double up a couple of them, too. Um, Three of them, actually. So you guys have literally every kind of style that you can think of half the time. Like I, I think it was just like two or three weeks ago we were talking about it on the show and somebody said, well, there's other breweries that have, and I'm like, no, and we pulled up untapped and I'm like, name a style. <laughs> yeah. And there was something that if it wasn't exact, it was really damn close to whatever. And so that's, you know, number one, nailed that one, you know, because there's a lot of breweries that talk about having lots of variety and then don't really. Um, but the amount of, experimental stuff that you guys are putting on tap kind of blows me away considering how big everything is here and how I, I can only imagine trying to keep up with uh, the amount of psychopathy that you guys have to, to make or happy Amber now, I guess, since it's a gold medal, <laughs> it's a winner. gold medal winner or are we calling it a, what was it? Crappy Amber. <laughs> 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 um, if anybody hasn't seen, I'm not calling the beer crappy. You get on <laughs> Facebook and, and or Instagram or, one of those social media platforms and look at the uh, the voicemail video from a week or two ago from Madri. Um, but to be able to do that experimental stuff is, again, another thing you guys kind of have nailed. Well, so it's, it's, it's going to get even more fun here really, really soon. Mike, I'm allowed to talk about this, right? Uh, sure. Why not? <laughs> we'll, we'll leak it out a little bit early. Uh, so for a long time... Um, Our nine listeners are going to know. <laughs> Hey, that's nine more than, than no right now. Um, so, yeah, kind of two fun things coming out. So um, we've been wanting to put cider on tap here for probably about a year and a half. Uh, at this point, we have no plans to put it outside of the tap room. Um, we get a lot of groups that we know that can't come in because someone has celiac. So, right, the group says, well, we don't want to go there because X and X friend has celiac, and we want them to be able to enjoy a good time and better drink alcohol. Uh, and not uh, sneak in bottles of vodka in our in our bathrooms and <laughs> please don't do that. <laughs> toss them in the trash. Uh, so cider is coming very soon. We're literally just waiting on final permits, uh, but it's pretty cool. So our guys have been working with a farm called uh, Byersdorfer. But no, so so it's been fun. I mean our 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 brewers, which was a lot of fun when we said, hey, we're interested in cider. They said, well, how can we do this kind of the right way? So. You know, finding a farm that, um, you know, we've had a chance to try the apples and and, and look at what they're doing and uh, play around with it a little bit. So we're pretty excited to, to eventually get that out. So that's going to be the next few weeks. Um, and what's so with with cider for me and I do not know cider as well as I hope to know cider one of these days. But um, to me, there's like these these two almost very distinct different camps of really super sweet and then oh, I don't want it that sweet at all and like it's it's these two people that are always kind of there's two groups that are kind of battling back and forth and how do you how do you find that middle ground with something like how much like once you are able to get some on tap here and how much experimentation goes into that you know we saw with Braxton with theirs I think it was you know like a year before they finally said all right this is the one we're going to do because they were just tweaking that sweetness Oh fuck! I don't know. We've never we've never done it before. <laughs> well, I guess we'll see. <laughs> I, th- I think personally, most of, most of us prefer slightly dry. Yeah. I think the consumer probably wants a little more sweet in general, but uh, so we'll kind of see where that balance lands. Are we talking about a couple different ciders on tap, or uh, start, just a start, cider? Start with one, but you know how we do it, right? right. It's thirty-two beers on tap, so we'll right. see what happens with that. 
Um, do you guys have a name for it? Mad we do tree not. cider. That's not that exciting. <laughs> you, guys, you guys have tree in your name. There's all kinds of fun things you can do. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Mad Orchard. <laughs> Oops, I think that that's almost taken. Yeah. Oops. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> we, uh, we have one more fun thing, though. Okay. Can I talk about fun thing number or two, Mike? We, we sure. got we've got two more fun things. You go, then I've got one. Oh, uh, I don't even know what your fun thing is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You uh, do. So fun thing number two. So um, we've been developing great relationships with. Uh, local distilleries throughout the state um so we are going to be teaming up to start with watershed uh, out of columbus and we're going to be doing kind of a mixed cocktail so this is going to be something where it's going to be our soda um we may add some additional ginger mint we've got a fantastic bartending staff Uh, we've got a lot of kind of former mixologists who have a lot of passion in this space so to start uh and this is kind of we've been kind of test batching behind the scenes a little bit to kind of figure out what works but we're looking in the next few weeks to kind of get that on tap so that'll be a lot of fun uh some of the test batch stuff has been really really good that's Um, fun yeah and uh we all love moscow mules and gin (laughs) mules and stuff like that so that'll kind of be what we lead with well and if you notice in the tap room we've got 32 taps but yet we have four additional taps that just showed up oh and that's where the cocktails go Gotcha. So they are going to be cocktails on tap. Mm-hmm. So you're not waiting for somebody to stand there and shake a cocktail up and, you know, stand in line trying to get your, your drink. And yep. um, like everything else, brilliant. And, you know, like it's it, it's got to be hard to come up with ideas like, like this and to let them kind of develop at the speed that they need to and not push them out. I mean, I, you know, not naming names, but I feel like there's other places around town that'll just push things out to get them out and say, we're the first that did this and we're the first that did this. And, um, how do you, how do you kind of hold back on stuff like that? How do you, how, you know, everybody talks when you talk about growth of a brewery doing it, you know, slow and natural growth and stuff. And then you see places that just explode and it's, it doesn't feel slow and natural sometimes. How do you hold back on, on that and kind of um, keep the reins on it, I guess, and not let it run you, I guess? <laughs> or, or can you? <laughs> I mean, it's uh, first mover advantage is, is obvious, right? It's, it's a good thing to have. However, we want to make sure it's, 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 it's the mad tree way, right? It's making sure that it's what we enjoy. It's not just something put in a keg or put in a glass just to do it. Um, I mean, we've been, we've been talking about ciders. I know you said a, a year and a half. We've been talking about ciders for four years. Yeah. It went back at 1.0 at the beginning. And, and the conversation was we don't have space or time to focus and to do this the right way because we're making the beer that we set right. out to make. Um, so, I, yeah, I mean, patience is hard for real. I think uh, there's – sorry to be interrupt. No, go ahead. I think there's this – there's this incredible balance. You know, we talk about words like creativity and innovation, and we get very choiceful about creativity being a value that we, uh, that means a lot to us and not innovation. And the reason for that is creativity that kind of doesn't have a balance to it. So, you know, we want, we want people here to be as creative as they can. And you know what, if it sucks, fuck it, we'll dump it down the drain. Like, that's that's kind of the you, you have to invest in in creativity because creativity leads to innovation, right? And right. innovation is what someone actually appreciates when they when they drink something out of the glass. So I think it kind of starts with core values and core culture and, and core what's important. So talking about kind of holding the reins on things and trying to manage slow and steady growth. Um, oh, that's so magic, so boring. The the, <laughs> the move to 2.0 um, opened things up I think a lot you know you guys can can correct me if I'm wrong but opened things up a little bit more to finally be able to kind of stretch a little bit if that makes sense be able to kind of breathe a little bit I feel like um, 1.0 was uh, running itself ragged I guess is a is a good way to put it you know you guys sure you guys be the hell of a 15 barrel brew system like i don't think anybody has ever done it before <laughs> i think we defy the laws of physics <laughs> um so talking about growth um i've got a clip from um what did you say the date was that you were on the show last august of 2015 i think it was august 24th 2015 um so this was when 
we kind of first heard the rumblings of 2.0 and, and tried to kind of explore what that <laughs> this was. This is going to be so good. I bet this you're going to sound like an asshole. No, this is, <laughs> oh, no. No, this is good. This, it's, it's a good one. So I, I'm sure we all have the same question written down. How big do you want to get? I mean, how, what, is, what is too big for, for Mad Tree? I don't know what too big is, but I will tell you that, that from the beginning, we always said we want to be the most respected craft brewery in the region, right? You set your goals, you set your mission, and you, you, you leap forward and you hope for the best, right? You, you try to strive for that. You think about what it means to be the most respected craft brewery, and so every decision you make, um, you try to look at the facets that make up that, that, that mission. And if you don't reach those, if, if they don't fit into those, those goals that you've set, then you have to question whether you're doing the right thing. So we said region, right? We said region from the beginning, and, and now you have to define what the region is. And it's state of Ohio, it's Kentucky, it's, it's Indiana, right? So that's your tri-state region. We have a stretch goal to be uh, Michigan, uh, Illinois as well, so five states. Uh, I don't know what that number is, but that number's if I had to ballpark it, it's at least 100,000 barrels. Um, so, I mean, we're setting our sights on that. That's, that's a five, six-year goal to hit that number. So right now we're deeply in planning for Matry 2.0. Um, and, and really, I mean, that's what's taking most of my time right now. It's taking Brady's time and Jeff's time is that planning ahead to see how we can grow. Because right now, as of next summer, we're going to be stagnant by volume. Uh, we'll be at about 25,000 barrels annually. Wow. And uh, we'll do somewhere around 20 this year. And, oh, by the way, last year at 11,000, that put us in the top 5% by volume in the nation, which is incredible right. to think about, right? In that's, two years, right. top 5% in the right. nation. Michigan and Illinois, huh? 100,000 barrels. Did I say that? You did say that. I wrote it, I wrote it down right here. So uh, that brings me to kind of my next point. Can you talk about stretch goals in 2015 as a five, six-year kind of, kind of goal? Um, what does that picture look like now? We, you know... Um, I know when the the shorts collaboration label came through, um, I pestered Mike a little bit about it and said, what's this mean? You know, I know that sometimes when a brewery is looking at a state, sometimes they like to collaborate with some friends there and start kind of building some brand awareness there. Uh, is that what we're seeing here with Michigan or are we still stretching for that goal? Don't look too deep. <laughs> <laughs> we like those guys. <laughs> And it may I always look deep. That's it, what and I it may just be a fun collaboration with respect to that one. Um, but what? You know, so talk about stretch goals. You know, it's um, where are you guys at now? As far as what is what? What are you looking at on the horizon for for this? Is it still just all right? We're you know Ohio, Kentucky, Indiana. We're focusing on this and trying to build this out bigger we trying to you know get more done in the tap room here Kenny said Tennessee it? was he said it so fast he didn't even <laughs> he didn't even catch it I think you edited that out <laughs> I mean what what is the what is the, the the I guess the the focus right now that you guys are looking at on the horizon is a good way to put it I it's mean focus it, it's yeah <laughs> it really is focus your focus it's our it's our current market so Tennessee happened Right. Tennessee was obviously not in that conversation unless you did edit that out. I did not edit that <laughs> I don't think you did. Uh, and Tennessee makes sense. Uh, it, 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 it's, it's a fun place. It's a fun market. It's growing. It's, uh, I feel like it's kind of Cincinnati a few years ago. Um, but, no, it's making sure that we do what we want to do in those markets. And, and, and honestly, expanding ge- geographically is harder than, than we expected it to be and. and we think long and hard about any expansion, but it, it is, it's trying. Uh, the industry's changed. The industry is moving in a different, not different direction, but it's, it's harder, right? It's grown exponentially in the last five, six years. So, so the environment is definitely different than it was in 2015 when we talked last. Right. Well, and, you know, again, going back to what 2.0 is, I, I don't know that in 2015 when the planning for 2.0 so i don't know how much of this mid 2014 <laughs> i mean that's that's crazy how can you know how can you take plans for something like this in 2014 and then years later when it finally comes to fruition and, and, and opens up and how how can those things match up when things are changing and the the, the market of craft beer is changing so fast like it, it you know 
talking about that slow and steady growth. It just keeps going back to it. It just seems like everybody is just kind of hanging on to things and just trying to constantly adapt to it as it's, as it's changing. I mean, the key, I don't know if there's a question in there or not. <laughs> I don't know if there was or, or not, but the key is uh, your plans are, are, are what they are. Planning is the most important part. So continue to plan, continue to see what changes the environment as it is, the players in the game, right? What, everything that's going on externally, internally, uh, and then adjust your plans accordingly. Yeah, I mean, I'll, sorry to, to okay. interrupt. I'll, I'll give a, this is something we, we told our employees at our own employee meeting at the end of last year. Um, you know, this industry's gotten nuts, um, which frankly i think we're kind of okay with i think we've set ourselves up in a good position it's 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 fun to watch it's still fun to be a part of has it gotten weird sure but uh it's still fun as hell but you know we 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 looked at other companies who have have kind of gone through this crazy growth spurt and one of the things we looked at that was kind of interesting is patagonia you know uh founded in i want to say the early 70s they were growing like crazy uh really up until kind of the early to mid nineties and then all of a sudden uh bad economy uh they were projecting all this growth they had all this excess inventory and they were like what the hell do we do and they took a step back and they said who are we what the hell are we about and that's kind of where mad tree is right now um and i and i think it's in a very good way you know we spent a lot of time the last kind of six to eight months and there'll be some stuff rolling out soon where we're going to be reinforcing, like, why the hell do we exist? What are we here for? What's our purpose? What are our values? What's our mission? What are we doing? Um, and that's that's a really, really fun time as a business owner and I, I think anyone involved in this company. Um, and it, it's, it's going to be a hell of a ride next year. You know what's really fun is our podcast, the first time we did it, that was a shorter time between the time that we opened – to when we had the podcast than it was from the time that we had the podcast to today, <laughs> which is kind of mind-blowing. But, you know, you guys talk about kind of refocusing on, on who you are, but, you know, you can, you can go back to that, that podcast and you listen to it and you listen to the interview. And, like, you, like it's, it's not like this, this company has turned into something completely different. It's, the, like, those core things are always there i mean you could get you know super nerdy about the the idea of a tree and putting the roots down and that kind of thing and it is what it is even though it, it changes over the time. I mean, but i mean like <laughs> it this this company is something that's very different than a lot of the other um and, and not to you know throw shade on any other company see what i did there yeah. <laughs> on any other places but like you, you talk to people about places that you know they respect and the way they've grown and the way they've um, built this and every single brewery you know cites you guys is like we love these guys and we love what they do and we love how they do it and um, so as, as you know as much as it you know you it, you need that minute to kind of take a breath and kind of refocus stuff like it's it's all still right there it's it's in your face when you look at anything that's that's done here you know the beer do, builds why? community community builds beer I mean that's hello i guess <laughs> like that's that's been it the whole time even though um it, you know it wasn't always written out in in your face so it's it, it's 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 beautiful to look at i guess it's real i mean it's it, it's it's real and and yeah of course we want to grow and of course we want to we want to innovate and we want to have fun but if you don't have a foundation if you don't stand for something you stand for nothing and we'll get there like we will absolutely get where we want to go um, but you have to have the foundation strong and, and this year really moving into next year is going to be a, a, an awesome foundational year for us. And, um, we got a lot of fun things where we're empowering our employees even more than we have in the past and let those guys go crazy. Let's have fun. Um, so talking about kind of jumping topics a little bit, I guess, talking about some of the things that have come out recently or maybe are in the pipeline dorado high the first um packaged high series beer in well, first new packaged high series beer in in how long like you know probably going back to Four, about 14 you know, yeah like yeah um and it's still kind of hanging its hat on that 
um, that same idea as the high series. You know, you guys aren't going, all right, everything, everything we do now is going to be New England or a brute IPA or whatever the new, the new trend is. It's like, no, this is, this is who we are. This is, um, this is our, this is our thing. And it's doing pretty fucking good too. It's delicious. <laughs> I had some at Jungle Gyms the other day. Um, I, I have not you, had. You know what the worst thing about that beer is? <laughs> what? People call it do rod do. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually kind of awesome. I think I'm going to call it that. I love it. If we would have, <laughs> if we would have brewed a 10.2 version, dude, that would have been fucking delicious. The nine five is like, eh, but a 10.2, holy well, shit! You know, nailed you know, it. I I remember when things were like this, and it was way better than, and 1.0 was way better than than 2.0 ever could be. And uh, nostalgia, <laughs> nostalgia is a bitch. Although I will say that there is still like a little part of me deep inside that keeps hoping at one point we're just going to get like some kind of really fun little like speakeasy tap room at 1.0, and nobody tells you that it's open. But you just hear, and you just kind of show up, and it's there, <laughs> just for nostalgia. So I guess I fall into it too. <laughs> um, what talk about some stuff that's uh, kind of coming down? I mean, you guys had. Uh, um, Are you ready for some darkness? Um, is out this week, right? Um, heading yep. out into the world. Um, are we going to see some more trunk stuff come out? Um, I feel like it. Uh, kind of with the move to 2.0 it slowed down a little bit and we didn't see as many releases from the trunk series as i know i would like some of my favorite stuff has been that series we see june um i feel like on a yearly basis but um yeah i think we're we're putting together a little more formalized what we're going to do over there the focus has been i mean the focus was obviously getting big production system over here getting tap room over here then we kind of accelerated the plan to get the 15 barrel system over here, mainly just from a culture standpoint, right? I mean, it, it, to be frank about it, it sucked to be a brewer over, over at the old place. You know, I mean, this place was nice. Um, you know, there wasn't, uh, yeah, there wasn't shit everywhere. We'll just say that. <laughs> you, um, you alluded to the fact over there. What does that mean? 1.0. So for anybody that, that doesn't understand that, so I think probably the last time we talked to you guys about 2.0, it was 2.0 is the new spot. We're going to phase out 1.0, slowly move stuff over. And then in a few months, I think was probably the quote, we'll decide how 1.0 goes away. Yep. That still hasn't happened. There's, it is now your the real barrel warehouse, I guess, the um, place where all that magic happens. Yeah, but um, and, and so I, I think we're to a point now where we're trying to figure out like what are the right investments to make over there to, to truly kind of blow it out. So now we have dedicated space, which is kind of step one and right. This stuff takes time. Um, so we're going to see a lot more coming out of that. Um, but, uh, and we're going to see more investment in that too. So it's just, that's a creative outlet that gets us pretty excited. Um, and with the move over here, it frankly has a little bit got kind of, kind of lost in the shuffle, but what other stuff is coming along the pike that you guys can talk about as far as um, fun beers that you uh, have coming out? Well, when we talked about number one and two, that Brady said we do have a number three. Yeah, what okay. is number three? Num- number three is the one barrel brew house. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're yeah. putting in. Yeah, we just gave the okay to to make that purchase. Putting in. Shit, I don't remember voting on that. <laughs> putting in, putting in here. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Putting in here. That's right. Yeah. So a one barrel. Uh, the fifteen. I mean, Brady said it, it was a culture thing, right? It was making sure that we could get people over here, all our brewers, all our cellarmen over here, uh, and work on a partially automated system that was like the the little sister of the big guy, right? Which literally sits so, underneath of the big yep. system. So is the one barrel going to go underneath of the other one? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Then we're going to buy a five-gallon and, so and then a 10-milliliter. The beauty of that 15 is we've seen that beer scales up and it scales down, too. So if we need to do something, we need to make a change, we can do that. And it's been, it's been pretty incredible to see, see the, just the, the creativity that we get out of that. Now, and we just bought two more 30-barrel fermenters so that we can make more fun beers for the tap room. But you still lack the availability of space for that super creative beer 
And so with a one-barrel system, with a handful of fermenters, we should be able to do fun things every... Fun oh. things that sell out about three minutes. Right, I mean, <laughs> we're talking two, two kegs at most, right? <laughs> That's all we get. But, you know, if, if, if something does well, if, something, if something's fun, creative, that we want to move forward with, hey, it's a lot cheaper. Now your labor is kind of the same price, same right. cost, but, but your cost of goods are a lot lower, at least raw material. Then you scale it to the 15 if it's something that you want to do. But it gives us just more capacity to do fun things for all the employees, for people outside of here. Uh, I mean, the opportunities, I'm not going to say they're endless, but but it definitely gives us a lot more flexibility for that creativity side of things. Well, and it's, you know, it's it's funny how that, that growth happens, you know, where, you know, it, it grows into this big thing and then, then it gives you the opportunity to kind of pull it back to these, these smaller sizes. I know there's a few nanos around town that every time they see somebody put in their little tiny, you know, experimental systems, they just kind of curse under their breath and like, oh, <laughs> fermenters are nicer than mine. And I, you know, it's, it, it, it's, it's, it's fun to watch that as a beer drinker though, and kind of see how that, how that growth kind of goes both ways. <laughs> um, so bigger picture stuff around Cincinnati. I don't know how often you guys get the chance to kind of branch out and get around town a little bit and see other things that are happening. Is there anything on, on that side of things that you guys are excited about watching it um, happen? Other breweries, other beers, anything like that? Uh, yeah, the beer scene, the beer scene is always getting better. I mean, I think I'm always excited about, I mean, I, I think 50 West is a great example. I've, I've been really kind of excited about their beers i've been really enjoying their beers i'm excited for sonder to open um you know it's a it's a definitely a big bold plan there's no doubt about that um but everything i've seen from them seems like they're they're going about it in a quality manner very thoughtful um very conscientious with that which i think is cool we will have them on the show next week for anybody that's listening to this on monday they opened this weekend um, next week's show will be there. My Here. brain gets all messed up with. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna test Justin Neff. Justin, good luck. If you're listening to this, can you please mention me next week? He won't. He won't do it. Uh, he probably won't. He'll probably be too busy to listen to the show. <laughs> True. Um, I'm still excited about drinking a Mount Carmel beer here and there. I mean, I think. You know, I think the the amber is really nice and the nut brown, and, and those guys have just been kind of cranking it out forever. And uh, and I know everyone wants to forget about what they're doing. And have you seen the new tap room? I have not actually. It's uh, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, it um, it dwarfs the other one. That's for sure. Yeah. They, um, you know, it's interesting to me these you know guys like Mount Carmel or Rivertown, whoever it may be, that was kind of that other wave before the tap room thing happened. Um, how they've had to adjust and kind of figure out how to do that without letting this other side of the business suffer. And it's, it's, it's interesting to watch how they do it. And um, in some cases how they are struggling to do it. And it's, uh, it's, it's, it's interesting. Um, What about you? I mean, great question. Uh, The industry has changed so dramatically. What are we at? 50 breweries now? Depends on how you count it. Right. Um, You're usually our official count. So how do you count it? <laughs> Fifty-three, I think, is my count right, right. now. Right. I think off the top of my head. Geographically, what is that? Forty-ish uh, miles. We can't get through the ish in there. Forty-ish <laughs> miles from Fountain Square. <laughs> Wait, in, in all directions, radius. All directions. Oh, that's a long way. It is, but it's not. So that counts. That's like to Oxford, Mount Oreb, um, okay. are the the big stretches there. Great Crescent, they fit in there. Great Crescent yep. is because to me oh. that is Cincinnati. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oxford. Depending on how you look at it, you know, when Quarter Barrel was only in Oxford, I thought, well, all right, they don't have anybody else to call them their spot. Same thing goes for Mount Ora, but who the hell is going to claim them as part of their city if they don't, if I don't? So 40-ish miles. That's, that's a lot of breweries in 40 miles. Uh, y- you know, it's... It leaves Crooked Handle out, though. Sorry, Crooked Handle. Asshole. Well, <laughs> not them, you. No. <laughs> Dayton can claim them. That's the thing. They've got people that accept them. <laughs> Fig Leaf goes, Middletown goes north, right, for you? No, no, Middletown. Oh, Middletown yeah, comes Middletown here. Middletown, Cincinnati. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. So you, you claim Fig Leaf. Um, fig Leaf and, yep. and Rolling Mill, gluten-free yep. brewery. Yep, yep, yep. I remember when the number of bloggers in Cincinnati <laughs> outnumbered <laughs> yes. the number of breweries. That was, that was right about the time that I started, and... Um, 
I I got a lot of shit for it. People said we don't need another blogger, and then they all got jobs at breweries. And I'm like, yeah, who needs me now? We don't have any other bloggers now. Um, there's a picture I think from there was a uh, like a winter beer festival down at Moorline, which was probably the peak of the number of bloggers in Cincinnati. Right. And there's a picture of all of the bloggers, and it's 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 a big group of people. How, how many? Um, I don't know that off the top of my head. I'd have to count, but. Um, a lot. There was a lot, <laughs> especially in the forty-mile radius. Uh, yeah, <laughs> forty-two. <laughs> it's forty-ish. I count forty-ish. <laughs> you know, if you like, how 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 do you draw that line though? As far as what is Cincinnati? I mean, is Old Firehouse part of Cincinnati's beer scene? Like to me, very clearly, yes, they are. Like it's it's uh, to me. But then if I include them, you know, Mount Oreb is just, you know, a couple miles down the road. How can I not include that? It gets, gets weird. I think to most people it doesn't fucking matter. Now, to you, I understand why it matters. I so, think yeah. that... I, I, th- I, think, I, I think you're drawing a good circle. <laughs> I, th- I feel like there's a lot of really nerdy people that are very loud that it, to them it, for some reason, matters a lot. And I don't, I don't really know necessarily why, but there's some weird things that matter to a lot of people now. It's like 9.5 versus 10.2. <laughs> <laughs> um, for anybody that does not understand, so the, Next question. <laughs> the, the high series at one time was 10.5%. Now it's 10.2. <laughs> now it is 9.5%. It, it actually hit as high as 11% on tap. Did it really? Don't tell anybody. Well, that was the best one. <laughs> Must have been. <laughs> and for some reason, there is a, a loud couple people online that every time just somebody one. brings up the high series, <laughs> just start yelling about it. <laughs> well, my my line of questioning is is kind of more along the lines of how you take something that people are so familiar with and try to try to improve to, to try to focus it and improve it without without pissing off the person that thought it was better at 10.2%. Beautiful. That's a <laughs> wonderful question. Uh no, so we alluded to talking about how we're we're right reframing our brand internally, reframing our brand externally. You know, I think we've we've done a fantastic job and it's just been it's been on just grit, determination, hustle um Certainly, we we think we're strategic, but we're running around like chickens with our heads cut off. And we're getting to the point where we have to take a step back and say, like like we kind of said earlier, what are we about? What matters? How do we communicate it to a consumer? It's getting to be pretty crowded out there. And, you know, if if you're not communicating in a very consistent way to consumers, you're missing the boat a, a boat a bit. And that's not about being a big or a small brewery. That's about running any sort of business. Like you got to be clear with why you exist, why you're different, why anyone should give a shit. So, you know, I think there's exciting stuff coming broadly next year. Um, and even broadly in the, in the near future, even before next year where, you know, you're going to see us do some, some kind of fun things. I mean, I think the sensorium series almost was a little bit of a start of that. Um, and I know, you know, those, the, those beers are, are really fucking good. Um, and the label's very under-designed, and that was on purpose, and we wanted the beer to kind of live by itself and, um, you know, communicate with color was kind of the idea there. I think what we're going to do with 16-ounce cans moving into next year, um, you know, we're really kind of taking a massive step back and saying, let our employees kind of tell us what we should be doing. And, and honestly, it sounds like a massive step back. It's really not. I mean, we, we've been doing that for forever. I mean, we're we're a very production-led brewery. You know, it's it's kind of we de- we determine what we're going to make, and then marketing and sales kind of say, well, how the hell do we do we sell this? Um, and we're certainly trying to get a little more balance in that. Uh, but I'm really excited about unleashing some of the amazing potential uh, that's in this brewery next year, and I think we'll see some really cool stuff come out there. So I think it's it's a broad umbrella of a lot of stuff that's coming out next year. So, well, I'm excited to see it. So as you guys know, when you listened to the show a couple weeks ago, we sat down with Tommy Long from Lemon Grenade and he got a little worried after the show because I asked him, you know, what, what brands would you like to get a hold of here in Cincinnati and kind of do your thing with? And he said, well, he's like, not that what they do is not fantastic. But he's like, Madry, I would, I would love to get a hold of that and really like really dive in and kind of refocus everything together and kind of 
you know, figure out that core of what it is and let it all kind of become thanks, that. Thanks, Tommy. <laughs> then, well, he, he emailed me the next day. He's like, should I have said that? Can, can you take that out if it sounds bad? I, I, I don't want them to think that I'm, I'm trash on their brand or anything. I, said, no, I think it's okay. I think it's all right. <laughs> so it's, so it's, it's interesting that now a couple of weeks later, you know, you guys are talking about kind of that, that refocusing of things. And yeah. um, I think he'll be very happy to hear that. And uh, I'm excited to see how you, you, you manage to get it all to come together. And um, again, I have a lot of faith in what this place does. It's, it's a, again mind blowing and a very beautiful thing to see it all kind of come together in something so big. Um, so we talked about we didn't really talk about um, how the how how 1.0 is kind of um, fitting into all of this, but um, it's so looking forward that is going to be a barrel warehouse for you guys it's, it's in going some to be, capacity. It's going to be a speakeasy just for you. <laughs> just for me, and I will not tell <laughs> You better anybody. spend a lot of money. I will. <laughs> in speakeasy. Um, not twice. <laughs> it's just pound on the... It always looks like it's open to me. And I just, New I England just clam chowder. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, we didn't talk about what you guys are drinking either. We actually... I have a whole section here about specific beers and we didn't talk about that at all. What are you guys drinking right now? Uh, uh, this is cold brew. It's a cold brew. No, this is a, this <laughs> is, so this is a, a test batch for something future coming up. I think we're too re- early to talk about that, but it's not, <laughs> it might, it yeah. might be in a can. It's yeah. Point. In like January. Um, <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> next question. <laughs> It'll be fun. I feel like I can't ask you guys anything. <laughs> I know. We're, so, 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 this is really interesting. We're, we're usually not this, like... Uh, Secretive? It's because we hired a marketing director, and like, she wants to like do everything right. And we're like, let's just let us like, fly by the seat of her pants and fuck it. And she's like, no, we should actually like act like a real company. Um, I, I say that with a huge grain of salt. Um, uh, no, we can talk about this, I guess. Yeah, who cares? Just Whatever. tell me, tell me about the beer. Just you know. No, so 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 th- th- this is a test batch for a concept that we're calling local blend. So um, we're in the process of reaching out to uh, different local roasters across various cities. Uh, coffee gonna, roasters, coffee roasters. Right. Sorry, where we're going to take um, basically one base beer, um, and then there's going to be different kind of coffee blends for each city, and then we're going to pack it in a mixed four pack. Uh, which will be a lot of fun. So you get to kind of, That's it's fun. more about like showcasing the unique different flavors of what a lot of these roasters bring. So it's, it's true kind of community collaboration and, and, uh, and it, I mean, as a consumer, I would geek out about this, like mixed four pack of like different roasters from different cities across the state of Ohio. That's cool as fuck. So yeah, it sounds like a fun project that is going to yeah. drive the collector in me kind of crazy too, trying to, <laughs> Um, well, no, it'll, 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 it'll be easy. All you well, buy it's a, a four pack of, of all the, the four. One, yeah. Gotcha, four gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. All right. Yeah. The base beer, it's a porter with lactose, too. So then you throw a little coffee on top of there and you get something real nice. Yeah. Actually, now that makes me think, though. No, we no. can no, we no. can fuck with you. That'd be fun. <laughs> we'll just we'll just randomly package them. So you have to buy like a case in order to like try to collect, collect them all. So when when it's like buying tops cards or something. When Listerman did the uh, the zoo babies, when they originally sent out the press release about it, they said we're not going to pay attention when we package these. You might get a four pack that has three of the same can and then one of a different one. There's no guarantee you're going to be able to get all four of the different labels in it. And, you know, again, the collector is like, oh, shit. Now, how am I going to manage? I'm going to have to go to Jungle Gyms and sit there and pull all the cans out of the four packs and try to make my own four packs so I can get all the cans. And don't do that to me. <laughs> Please. I see. I think you've dropped your glass collection a little bit, right? You've, you've started letting off that a little bit? A little bit. Um, yeah. That was one of the things that I'm most upset about the things that have happened here at 2.0 was missing out on that hand-blown glass when the Sensorium um. series was first released. So, yes, I've kind of let my glass collection slide a little bit, but I still try to get a lot of the local stuff in that one. It's all right. I didn't get one either. Well, that's bullshit. <laughs> I actually did. I don't know how. <laughs> what the? F- <laughs> Those are the coolest glasses. Um, They're pretty awesome. There. That was my idea. <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> Not even remotely close. 
Um, how do how do projects like that come to life? Like how how other people come up with great ideas and I claim responsibility <laughs> for them? Do you guys have like a like a suggestion box where people just put random ideas in? Do you have like weekly meetings where everybody just kind of throws stuff out and sees what sticks? How does that happen? Or is it just if you have a good idea, send us an email and we'll either roll with it or pretend that we didn't get it? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's 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 meant to be a it's meant to be a little loose. I mean, you know, I mean, we we want to streamline things. We want to all have ideas and be effective and that kind of stuff. But it's also it comes from everywhere. I mean, the glass blowing idea was Mike's idea. I don't know where Thank he you. came up with that. Um, he's he's actually a hobbyist glass blower in his spare time. You didn't know that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, one of the things we're trying to cultivate here at Madtree is ideas from all over the company. And, and we talked about the 16-ounce cans coming next year. That's one example of that. You know, I mean, we've we've talked about we have someone who's an illustrator who's, I don't know what they're drawing yet. I can't wait to see it. But they're, like, drawing shit up in our production uh, area, which looks pretty is cool. Is somebody going to do something in the walls in here at some point? <laughs> not not, not we, that it's we, we like gray walls, <laughs> all gray walls. Is, is that a yes that somebody is eventually going to do something in here, <laughs> or is yes. this become like the wedding space where people who are getting married are like you know we just really want something kind of you know clean palette for us to play with? So, our- <laughs> so th- this one is kind of unique. It does have to be somewhat neutral. Because you you don't want to overbrand it because of weddings. Um, well, yeah, you do. You got wedding pictures. Well, sure. You got to have some wedding. One, you got to have some branding on every surface. That you want one spot, it. two spots, three <laughs> spots, right? But not everywhere because you want it to be about them. And then they, they, they're they're sharing your space, but it's about them. Right? Yeah, I, I mean, I guess I can see that, but. Yeah, oh, I brand everything. <laughs> <laughs> every wall, everywhere. You're having your wedding at Mad Tree. You have to uh, have a little Mad Tree logo on your wedding dress. It's a rule. Just put it on the back so you don't have to see it when you're. Uh, <laughs> that's that's the way I think, though. Um, that was that was a joke, guys. I'm I'm not that calloused. Um, what do you guys think that people don't know about Mad Tree that you wish that they did? You know, do you think people get what this this whole idea is or do you think that there is still some kind of confusion about what what's going on here i think most people see us as a place which is fantastic right because we we spent a lot of time and money and effort on this place and we love the fact that people come in here but we're more than a place right we're a brand we're a product we're it it's hard to translate that to other markets. So Cleveland, Tennessee, right? Indiana, assuming we go there, right? Uh, it, it's hard to translate who we are if you can't come see us here. So, yeah, we need to focus our story, our strategy, um, who we are. How do we translate that? How, how do we distill that down sim- simply to everybody? That's uh, That's an interesting kind of... It opens up a whole other can of worms, worms for me of how, how you do kind of grow that. And I guess that goes back into that, that focusing our focus kind of thing. And uh, I don't know how you, how you manage that when you move into a city that doesn't understand Cincinnati, let alone understand one of the breweries that's in Cincinnati. I don't know how you, um, how you show them that in, in a way without, literally bringing them here it's like see like this is what it is (laughs) um but i'm gonna watch and i'm gonna see how you guys do it that's for sure um it's it's interesting to me you know the other the other big player in town is is rheingeist you know i think the um the conversation is always rheingeist mad tree when people talk about you know the the big breweries in cincinnati and it's it's very interesting to see how how they manage their beast and how you guys manage your beast and how, you know, on on the surface, you guys are both doing the same thing. You're making beer and trying to get it in front of people and trying to get them to enjoy it. But watching how you guys go about that is, is fun to watch. That's all I've got for you guys. Is there anything you want people to know? No, we're bringing sexy back. (laughs) 
said it ever leave. Um, are we ever going to get another calendar series of uh, pictures on social media? Because after after Danny reposted the picture uh, of him, I feel yeah. like it. Uh, I wish. Or is it ever going to actually become a calendar where we can purchase all of the? We can't uh, afford Danny of, again. So. Well, you know, it was a calendar once, right? It was an actual calendar. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I never where got were an you? Twenty fifteen. Yeah, I was. Trying Danny, to. Danny was September, I think. You just cleaned out. You just cleaned out some 1.0. Might be. You might have found a few. I might. I might have one. I've got the PDFs if you need one. Well, the PDF. I. I want of a calendar. Of the, the whole calendar. You I can want, print it yourself. I think above above the toilet back in my office, Danny's was open. But you have an office. Well, with like eight other people. Is it the open office concept? The, the bathroom uh, was private, though. <laughs> um, well, guys, thank you very much. Thanks I appreciate you uh, taking some time out. Uh, if you sit tonight and think about things that you said and decide you don't want it in the show, just send me an email. I'll, I'll edit it down. We'll have a four-minute show, and it's all said and done. <laughs> <laughs> Can you get rid of all of it? <laughs> um, Can we start over? <laughs> <laughs> we've done that before, but not because of what people said, because I didn't hit record. So, um, <laughs> oh, thank that God was, for doing that. It was not a full show. I think the, the worst we did, I think, uh, there was 20 minutes of a show that I realized was not being recorded. So. Yep, we're good. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys very much. Um, Like I said, we will be back next week um, with Sonder, and we're going to talk about um, what their beer tastes like since the last time we talked about them. They didn't have any beer. Uh, If you aren't already, follow Madtree on social media. Uh, It's probably either Madtree or Madtree Brewing on everything you can think of. Um, I always ask Snapchat, and I think you guys yes. are on Snapchat. We are. We are. <laughs> it's actually everywhere. kind of a joke when I ask people, but you guys, I think, are actually on Snapchat. Yep. I don't know how to use it, and I don't know how to find you guys on there, but you're on there. Um, and get out to 2.0, and if you haven't been already, I assume if you listen to the show, you're probably geeky enough that you've been to plenty of breweries, and that means you've been to Mad Tree. But if not, do that. Um, keep your eye out for the Shorts collaboration. Um, I'm really excited about that concept. We didn't even really talk about it, but um, it's beers that are designed to be mixed together. Layered. <laughs> Layered. So. Slayer. <laughs> mixed slowly. <laughs> Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft.